Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I will be your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 24th of February, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 23rd of Adar 1. This week our parasha, or Torah portion, is called Vayakel, which means He Assembled. And today we'll be reading Exodus 36, 20 through 37, 16. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. He made the boards for the tabernacle of acacia wood, standing up. Ten cubits was the length of a board, and a cubit and a half the width of each board. Each board had two tenons joined to one another. He made all the boards of the tabernacle this way. He made the boards for the tabernacle, twenty boards for the south side, southward. He made forty sockets of silver under the twenty boards, two sockets under one board for its two tenons, and two sockets under another board for its two tenons. For the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, he made twenty boards, and their forty sockets of silver, two sockets under one board, and two sockets under another board. For the far part of the tabernacle westward, he made six boards, He made two boards for the corners of the tabernacle in the far part. They were double beneath, and in the same way, they were all the way to its top to one ring. He did this to both of them in the two corners. There were eight boards and their sockets of silver. Sixteen sockets under every board, two sockets. He made bars of acacia wood five for the boards on the one side of the tabernacle and five bars for the boards of the other side of the tabernacle. For the hinder parts westward, he made the middle bar to pass through the middle of the boards from the one end to the other. He overlaid the boards with gold and made their rings of gold as places for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold. He made the parochet of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine-twined linen with kuvim. He made it the work of a skillful workman. He made four pillars of acacia for it and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold. He cast four sockets of silver for them. He made a screen for the door of the tent of blue, purple, scarlet, and fine-twined linen the work of a weaver, and the five pillars of it with their hooks. He overlaid their capitals and their fillets with gold, and their five sockets were of bronze. Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Its length was two and a half cubits, and its width a cubit and a half, and a cubit and a half its height. 
And he overlaid it with pure gold, inside and outside, and made a gold molding around it. And he cast four rings of gold for it, in its four feet, two rings on its one side, and two rings on its other side. And he made poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. And he put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark, to carry the ark. And he made a mercy seat of pure gold. Its length was two and a half cubits, and a cubit and a half its width. And he made two kuhuvim of gold. He made them of beaten work, at the two ends of the mercy seat, one kuhuv at one end, and one kuhuv at the other end. He made the kuhuvim of one piece, with the mercy seat at its two ends. The kuhuvim spread out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings and their faces toward one another. The faces of the kuruvim were toward the mercy seat. He made the table of acacia wood. Its length was two cubits and its width was a cubit, and its height was a cubit and a half. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. And he made a border of a hand's width around it and made a golden molding on its border around it. And he cast four rings of gold for it, and put the rings in the four corners that were on its four feet. The rings were closed by the border, the places for the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold to carry the table. And he made the vessels which were on the table, its dishes, its spoons, its bowls, and its pitchers, with which to pour out of pure gold. That was Exodus thirty-six twenty through thirty-seven sixteen. Today, our portion from the prophets is Second Kings sixteen. In the seventeenth year of Pekach, the son of Gamaliahu, Ahaz, the son of Yotam, king of Yehuda, began to reign. Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God, as his father David had done. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and even made his son to pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had cast out from before the sons of Israel. And he sacrificed and burned incense in the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. Then Retzin, king of Syria, and Pekach, son of Remaliahu, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war. They besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time, Retzin, king of Syria, recovered Elat to Syria, and drove the Jews from Elat, and the Syrians came to Elat, and lived there, to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglat-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria, and out of the hand of the king of Israel, who rise up against me. 
Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria listened to him, and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and took it and carried its people captive to Kiel and killed Retzin. King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw the altar that was at Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Uriah the Kohen a drawing of the altar and plans to build it. Uriah the Kohen built an altar according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Uriah the Kohen made it for the coming of King Ahaz from Damascus. And when the king came from Damascus, the king saw the altar, and the king came near to the altar and offered on it. He burned his burnt offering and his grain offering, poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of his peace offerings on the altar. And the bronze altar, which was before the Lord, he brought from the front of the house, from between his altar and the house of the Lord, and put it on the north side of his altar. And King Ahaz commanded Uriah the Kohen, saying, On the great altar burn the morning burnt offering, the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering, his grain offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, their grain offering and their drink offerings, and sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering, and all the blood of the sacrifice. But the bronze altar will be for me to inquire by. Uriah the Kohen did so, according to all that King Ahaz commanded. And King Ahaz cut off the panels of the bases, and removed the basin from off them, and took down the sea from off the bronze oxen that were under it, and put it on a pavement of stone. The covered way for Shabbat that they had built in the house, and the outer entry of the king he removed from the house of the Lord, because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Ahaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in David's city, and Chizkiyahu his son reigned in his place. That was Second Kings 16, and today our portion from the writings will be Psalm 128 and 129. A Song of Ascents Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in His ways. For you will eat the labor of your hands, you will be happy, and it will be well with you. Your wife will be as a fruitful vine in the innermost parts of your house, your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, that so will a man who fears the Lord be blessed. May the Lord bless you out of Zion, and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Shalom be upon Israel. A Song of Ascents Many times they have afflicted me from my youth up. Let Israel now say, Many times they have afflicted me from my youth up. 
yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed on my back, they made their furrows long. The Lord is righteous, he has cut apart the cords of the wicked. Let them be disappointed and turned back, all those who hate Zion. Let them be as grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the reaper does not fill his hand, nor he who binds sheaves his bosom. Neither do those who go by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. That was Psalm 128 and 129. Today's portion from the Apostles is John 20. Now on the first day of the week, Miriam of Migdal went early, while it was still dark, to the tomb, and saw the stone taken away from the tomb. Therefore she ran and came to Shimon Kepha and to the other disciple whom Yeshua loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Therefore Kepha and the other disciple went out, and they went toward the tomb. And they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Kepha and came to the tomb first. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths lying, yet he did not enter in. Then Shimon Kepha came following him and entered into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloths lying, and the cloth that had been on his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came first to the tomb also entered in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Miriam was standing outside at the tomb weeping, and as she wept she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white, sitting one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Yeshua had lain. Then they asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. And when she had said this, she turned around and saw Yeshua standing, and did not know that it was Yeshua. Yeshua said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Yeshua said to her, Miriam. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Rabbi. Yeshua said to her, Do not hold me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Miriam of Migdal came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had said these things to her. Then, the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Judeans, Yeshua came and stood in the middle and said to them, Shalom Aleichem. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. 
Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. So Yeshua said to them, Shalom Aleichem, just as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Ruach HaKodesh. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. But if you hold back, they are held back. But Toma, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Yeshua came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the prints of the nails, put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again his disciples were inside, and Toma was with them. Yeshua came, the doors being locked, and stood in the midst and said, Shalom Aleichem. Then he said to Toma, Reach here your finger, and see my hands, and reach here your hand, and put it into my side. Be not unbelieving, but believing. And Toma answered him, My Lord and my God. Yeshua said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. And truly, Yeshua did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. That was John 20. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Hebrews 9, 15 through 28 today also. Well, before we sign off, I just want to share with you a prayer request that came in from a precious sister, and she is asking for prayer. This is an um, anonymous request, and she's saying, My children and I need to find a new home while my husband receives therapy, as it is not safe for us at home. Please pray that a house will be available soon in our area, so that our family can heal and keep in regular contact, all according to his good will. That was it for her prayer request. I really just want to encourage everyone who feels prompted to take a moment when this podcast ends and pray for her and her children and her husband and that their family would be healed and safe and find a home soon. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening and for all of those who have been praying over the requests that we've made known in this podcast. Thank you and may you be richly blessed in return. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Oh, I almost forgot. Hey, if you want to send in your prayer request, you can email it to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.